This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to the Wrestling POV Podcast. Good evening, good day, hello, everybody around the world, wherever you are watching, wherever you are tuning in. This is WPOV Aftermath. This is a very special edition of WPOV Aftermath. Not simply because we're covering AEW Full Gear, but because Mr. T.J. Logan, the gentleman, is not here. So lucky for you. The gentleman is here. The gentleman is here. Sorry, the legend. The legend. <laughs> oh, yeah. The legend. You know what? I have a hard time with that because he calls himself a legend. And I mean, I'm not sure why. So, so it's probably some sort of like subconscious block. I so, Elio, with all due respect. I thought he was going to jump out of the screen. <laughs> my God. He was like, hey. My apologies. Up. My sincere apologies. It's like, it's almost midnight here. It's I, okay, it's, Dad. It's, it's, been a long, it's been a long day. It was a long show. You know, I'm making a long introduction out of it. <laughs> Anyways, WPOV Aftermath for AEW Full Gear. I am your host, the Lone Wolf, Andy Anderson. With me, <clears throat> the esteemed gentleman, Mr. Elio Canellis, sir. And uh, also riding with us this evening, Mr. Tony Diaz. How are you doing, sir? Yes, yes. Uh, a little tired, but... It, it's, been, it's been a long day. It's been a long night. Uh, you know, before we kind of get on to the, the whole show here, that's that's one thing we were kind of talking about that just before we started uh, recording here. That's something I have an issue with these days where in a day where everybody's attention span is so short, you know, it's like that 15, 30 seconds, that 190 characters or whatever, mm-hmm. to have these shows that are going three hours plus, I think has to stop. Yeah, yeah. I will say this, though. I mean, for those that paid for this uh, Pay per view. I think they got their money's worth. <laughs> that, that's that's fair. That's fair. I mean, there's, there's quantity, there's quality, and and they, they got a fair amount of quality. Yeah, yeah. So I think I mean just on that aspect, yeah. But you're right, though. In my opinion, they they do gotta shrink these down just a little bit because this this was definitely a long one. And honestly, I wasn't really prepared for it because of the simple fact that. I'm so used to the lately there's been like two and a half, three hour pay-per-view, yeah. but a little bit smaller than that, uh, shorter than that. But like when WrestleMania season comes around or the big four, Survivor Series, Royal right. Rumble and, and uh, SummerSlam, mm-hmm. I prep myself, you know, and be like, you know what? This is going to be a long day. Yeah. I can hang. I wasn't prepped for this. I really yeah. wasn't. <laughs> it's like when you get ready for the Super Bowl or something like that, yeah. where you know, you know you're going to be in it for the long haul. Exactly. And that's, I, you know, we were talking earlier in the day. It's like, okay, it starts 6 o'clock Eastern. I'm like, okay, well, that should be over, you know, two, two and a half hours tops or something like that. It's like, no, man, it's probably going to be four hours. And, and, and damn. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Exactly. It was this yeah. was this was definitely a long one, man. Yeah, and, it's, know, he's and then four hours time, so I know you're tired. And then four hours later, you're like, "How much longer is it going to be? About five, ten minutes." Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. it's still going. Next yeah. thing you know, you're saying the gentleman's not here, and and you're getting things mixed <laughs> up, and you're confused. <laughs> <and> just... Yeah. <sighs> But yeah, no, I, I, it's to me that's the same thing. I mean, you know, you look at movies, oh. movies, an hour and a half, hour forty-five yeah. minutes. Once you start going over that two-hour time limit, 
I think, you know, unless you yep. really got the people hooked and invested, mm -hmm. things kind of start to, to drop down. And that's that's the same thing. I mean, the, the good old days of pay-per-views where, you know, you could look at the clock and go, okay, 8.30, 8.40, we know we're going home right away because we're almost done. And yet, you know, even even when the stuff is good, it's just, it's it, it wears and tears on you, man. It wears and tears yeah. on you. It does. Oh. It does. So I, I don't want to do that here. So how about without further ado, <laughs> to the official uh, aftermath, shall we? Yes, absolutely. Uh, all right. All right. Well, our opener, Kenny Omega versus Hangman Adam Page. Gentlemen, what did we see? What do we think? Uh, I thought this was a good match. I thought this was one of the top matches of the night. Um, and they had to. They had yep. to. You know, for these two guys, and I think uh, I think Rick uh, mentioned that this was going to be a, a, a highly anticipated match, uh, especially because of the buildup. The buildup was long overdue. Yep. Um, on today's show, on Wrestling POV, I mentioned that I was just a little bit confused on what happened on AEW Dynamite when they jumped uh, the Young Bucks and then Kenny Omega came out and then Adam Page came out. And then I was like, wait a minute, I thought they were – kind of beefing and then they're yeah. together so i was that part i was yeah like, they a little convoluted yeah 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 so you know but this match did not disappoint um on my ratings because we do the five stars i gave right. it a three so i would say about a b i thought this match was was about a b so i did enjoy it though but also i'm looking forward to as uh, uh omega and moxley now uh yeah somewhere soon. down the road so that, that's gonna be interesting but the storyline, um, because they said the next pay-per-view is not till February 27th. Yeah. So that's a long, long wow. way. So I, I don't know how and when they're going to do this um, feud. Um, yeah. I don't know. So this is, it's going to be interesting to watch, though. I, I'm definitely going to keep my eye on this one. But overall, I did enjoy this match. Fair enough. Elio, how about you? What did you Yeah, think? this was a great uh, opening match. I give this one a three as well. All it's right, a good, good, good way to start the show. Man, a few words. All right, I will try and I'll try and match Elio here. Uh, overall, I, I agree with you guys. I thought it was a solid match. I thought it was a great opener. Uh, I thought it was very interesting that they had Don Callis on commentary, considering he's with Impact Wrestling. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, there's also the tie there with him and, and Kenny Omega and Jericho and and those mm -hmm. guys, kind of that Winnipeg connection. So yeah, I don't know if there's too much to read into that. It was just kind of like a one-off of him being there and and i guess uh he did commentary at the last time page and uh mm -hmm. omega fought in japan so that was neat if it develops into something more cool otherwise like i said i think mage i think it was more just kind of like a one and done kind of thing right yeah well i hope so because honestly he's not my uh i uh, yeah i i i, I have uh different feelings about <laughs> i i could go into stuff too he's never really done much for me i yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's best if you got nothing nice to say, say nothing at all, even though we're on a podcast. But uh, too, yeah, we're we're kind of in a little pickle over here. Yeah, yeah, but uh, no, solid solid opener and uh, good stuff. Mm -hmm. And and like you said, Tony, I think it'll be. It, it's what is interesting. I think though, with the fact you know we always talk about uh, storylines and and investing time in it. Yeah, they've got nothing but time now if they're not yeah. having a pay per view till February. Yeah, yeah. But that's a long ways away. I mean, I don't think I don't remember it being this far apart between pay-per-views for them last year, was it? I, I don't recall. The, the other thing could be too is maybe maybe in the new year, maybe in January, maybe we'll get like a like a you know kind of like a TV 
special yeah. clash of champions kind of yeah or, or may or maybe i don't know i mean when's christmas fall this year <laughs> i mean who knows yeah. maybe they'll do it for that maybe i mean the week of christmas i don't know i mean but that's a long ways we're only in november december january four months four months away for yeah. this uh build up um but yeah that's it's we'll see yeah Cause even, I mean, even, even old school WWF, I mean, you know, Survivor Series would be kind of like, you know, mid last, whatever, second or third, fourth week of November. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. we'd have the Royal Rumble end of January. Even that's only like, you know, two months. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So they're getting, getting double the time. But granted, they also don't have 50 hours of TV every week. So they have that going for them too. <laughs> that is true. Oh, All right. Yeah. Our next match, John Silver versus Orange Cassidy. Yeah, yeah. Elio. Elio, let's go Elio first on this one because yep, usually yep. he says so much here. What, what do you well, got? Well, 1.5. Uh, I, I just I didn't really enjoy this match. Like all the goofiness from John Silver, Orange Cassidy uh, did do some stuff in the match. But overall, for me, I didn't really like it much. Not not your cup of OJ? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, Orange Cassidy, like when we didn't see him wrestle at all, yeah, it was okay because we see okay now he's gonna wrestle. We'll see how he does. Then yeah. after that, it's like okay, we've seen him now. It's not it's nothing uh, special anymore. The, so. the novelty's kind of worn off. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. And, and I did say that too on my show. I said there's only so right. many times you can do this novelty act. Stick. And yeah. stop, stop doing the shin kicks. He was doing it again tonight. Yeah. yeah. You know, the fucked up thing is I still chuckled for that. I don't know why. <laughs> and, and I just literally said it's going to start to wear out, and I still chuckled. But <laughs> at the same time, I did say many times, and most recently too, uh, that the fact that this, you know, it, it's not going to last long, so what else is he going to do now? Right. Um, the match in itself, though, I was – a little bit thrown off because I think they kind of just threw this match together. Um, I don't know if there was a, a build-up to this. I mean, I, I think at least it. in the last week or two, they kind of really? had a little bit going on there. Yeah, oh. some way of some way of a build. Yeah, there was a little bit of a build. There was yeah. something. Well, all right. Well, I mean, for me, I think they did this just to get Orange on the card. Um, I it, I could be I don't know I don't know, um, but for me I gave this about a C, uh, yeah. in our ratings I gave it a two. Right. Uh, it, it wasn't. Uh, if you had to go to the bathroom, that was your chance. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. I'll give you guys a different take on this because I actually didn't mind this match. Okay. And you know, as and all as I love to preface things, I am not an Orange Cassidy fan. Mm, yeah, I've heard. Uh, but <laughs> but but John Silver has grown on me because to me, uh, in the past several weeks, he's been one of the guys that I find is making the most out of the time that he's given. Yeah. When he's when you know when he has mm-hmm. his matches, when they have the interviews, when they're doing the run-ins and stuff, to me he's a guy that that stands out. There's that mm-hmm. that kind of that personalities there. Yeah, the, he, he does show some personality. Yeah. yeah. There, and that's why to me it's almost like it's like yeah. he almost doesn't belong in the dark order because <laughs> like and you know, and even tonight they kinda of talked on commentary. It's like, you know, if he should go for some singles titles or he needs to break away from the dark order. And mm-hmm. I think in time that could happen and I think if if they book that right, he could, you know, be a solid mid upper card baby face yeah yeah um so having said that i didn't mind this match i mean i don't have official ratings but uh 
I thought it was a very good showing for him because, I mean, he dominated most of the match. So for that reason, I thought, you know, I'll give Orange Cassidy credit. I thought he looked pretty good, you know, doing the selling and, and whatnot for uh, for John Silver there. Yeah. Uh, there was the single arm gorilla press, <laughs> which I I made him note of that because I was like, damn, like that's, that's I don't know that I've seen that before. To be no, honest. I, I, I haven't. I haven't. You know, for all, all the days of watching Ultimate Warrior and Hercules and, right? and all these guys, like, it's like that. That was something different. So, so that was good. Yeah. So I thought overall it was a good match. I thought they worked well together. Yeah. I was disappointed. I, mean, <laughs> I would have liked to have seen John Silver win. Yeah. But I mean, the more he was dominating to me, it was one of those things where it's like, okay, Orange yeah, Cassidy. Gonna... Yeah. 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 But, but, uh, let me let me throw a question out at you guys. Do you think that maybe it's time for Orange Cassidy to get away from the best friends? Or, I mean. Is he really – is he needed in with the best friends? I think he should go out on his own. Like, he's already uh, done a singles run outside of AEW. Oh, okay. So I've, seen, so I've seen some of his matches on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, I've seen, I've seen that. But, but then we go back to, well, he was doing the same shtick when, before he was with the best friends, you know? Yeah. So that's why I'm asking because is he going to continue that? Like if he were to go solo and leave um, best friends or what are they going to do as far as going forward now? You know, he won this match. Okay, great. Now what? Because if you look back, he had the feud with Jericho and Jericho wanted to elevate him. Did that really work? I'm going to say no. (laughs) I'm gonna uh, say I, yeah. I can't remember if it was Rick or or uh, the the legend there saying how it was like a good rub for for Cassidy, and I disagreed yeah. back then. And I think this is showing it now. It's like yeah, nothing. exactly because it ha- it's really you're right. You're absolutely right because if this was supposed to be a rub for him, I I don't see it. No, I really don't, and I haven't. And since the feud ended, because that yeah. feud ended just like that. Which yep. it should have, and I don't yep. mind it. It was a short thing, yep. But at the same time, I nothing happened after that. So it's kind of like, eh, I don't know. But no, uh, I, and, and even during, or no, I think it was the start of uh, the Jericho MJF match, uh, they were saying, they're like, oh, yeah, they're, they're saying, well, there's, there's not too many, you know, it'd be a big deal if MJF beats them. Yeah. There's not too many guys that have beaten them like once or twice or something like that. I'm like, well, Orange Cassidy beat them yeah. twice. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so where's yeah. the rub? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I, and it's funny because I did hear that comment during that match, and yeah. then they also said too that this was probably. And I know we're jumping ahead a little bit, but yeah. I just I just yeah. had to throw it out there. But um, they also made a comment saying that this is the the biggest match of MJF's career, and I'm like, well, then he just fought uh, Moxley for the, the title. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, wouldn't that be so? I mean, I I I see what they're trying to do, but it's it's I don't know, it's just bad time. Yeah, (laughs) I, you know, I to me, I I get you know because you're always going to hype the next show as the next big show. It's always going to be the bigger, better. But you know, to me, I think that kind of diminishes again to the example that I gave. Kind of diminishes with Orange Cassidy. You know, you can mm-hmm. say outside of Orange Cassidy, well, there's not too many guys that have beaten Jericho in AEW or something like that. Right. Or, 
even to say, you know, next to his, uh, you know, his uh, shot at the, the title of John Moxley, this has got to be one of the biggest opportunities in his career. Something simple like that. I mean, and again, I'm not sure. a commentator. I'm a, you know, compared to like Jim Ross or Tony Schiavone, but at least to me, <laughs> that would, you know, that would make a little more sense and, and give a bit more credibility yeah. to other things, you know, to acknowledging what you guys have done in, in the past year. Yeah, that's true. Oh. That is true. Yep. No, I agree with you. What do I know? All right. Uh, You're on the podcast. Hey. <laughs> Late at night, messing up the gentleman and the, and the legend. That's just, I'm not going to let myself forget that. No. I don't think Elio's going to let you forget that. It's all good. I'll, I'll, it'll probably be at the Christmas card that's probably going to get lost in the mail. It's probably going to say, you know, the, yeah. the, the, from the real gentleman. Okay. He knows. He knows. Our next match for the TNT title, Cody M. Rhodes. <laughs> he got versus, his name back. <laughs> versus Darby Allen. As Rick Serrano III said uh, during this show, he said, man, why doesn't Cody follow up with what he says? Didn't he say he was not going to go back to using the Rhodes name? It's like, well, mm-hmm. that was until he could actually start using it again, of course. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, Cody versus Darby. Tony, what do you got? Um, this wasn't a bad match. I know I've been bashing Darby Allen for <clears throat> a year and a half now. Uh, well, that's pretty much the time since AEW started. <laughs> but I, I do got to give credit. This was to me. This was an average match. Um, you can tell that um, Cody was probably like a half se- a half second behind. Darby. Yeah. Um, and I noticed that and I was just like, you know, he, he, he was having a hard time catching up to him because he is a lightweight dude and he does yeah. move really fast. Um, the, I gave it, like I said, it was an average match for me. I gave it a two and a half stars. Uh, yeah. So I would say I gave it about a C plus. Close to a B, I would have to say close to a B because of the shock factor that they actually gave him the title. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really shocked by that. I, I did not see that coming, to be honest. And I thought maybe this was going to end in some kind of schmoz with Taz. Right. I did think that. I didn't think they would wait till he won and then yeah. jump him. I was kind of like, well, you know, you guys are taking out his glory, man. Come on, let him shine for a little bit. But they didn't. They went right into the whole Brian Cage, and it looks like it's either going to be him or Starks he's going to fight. Um, right. Or it might be a triple threat. Who the hell knows? Um, but again, yeah, this was just for me. This was just an average. But I was shocked. I'm not gonna take that away. But I was shocked that he won the belt. To be honest, yeah, that, that's fair. Yeah, oh, I was a similar thing. I'll get to that too. Elio, what did you see there? So this wasn't a bad match. I gave it a two. Um, I didn't like all that stuff at the end. No, it, it, it seemed like it went on forever, like attacking Darby. I I felt like they could have had another match in there, even put Miro in there. Mm. Yeah, no, you're right. Well, we'll get to that later too, because that's you know, yeah, yeah, yeah I think that's true. Mm. Yeah. I, I saw that segment too. I'm yeah. like, well, why, why does he have a match? Yeah, well, well, it's, 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 you're getting ahead of us there. We'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so. We had private conversations during the show about this whole thing. It was pretty, Man. pretty funny, but uh, yeah, no. Yeah, all right. For for me, uh, I'll kind of agree with you guys. I thought it was a, a decent match overall. Uh, Tony, I'm I'm in the same boat as you because even when we were doing our picks, there was you know kind of part of it's like yeah, well maybe they'll do the you know 
do the business and kind of put it on Darby. Mm -hmm. I'm not a Darby guy. I didn't really want to, I didn't really want it to happen. So the, the, <laughs> that's what, that's why one of my picks there was probably more of an emotional pick than anything, but yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, no, it was, it wasn't too bad. Uh, no, good for Darby. I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah, no, you're right. But let me, let me ask you a question. Uh, and you too, Elio. Now, I've been saying this a lot on my show on Wrestling POV, and I'm always talking about his gear. For me, it's just so lazy, man. It's, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I don't know if it's like that's how I was trained, and, and yeah, yeah. you know, it was always embedded. Don't be lazy. Get some gear. Get some damn gear. <laughs> you know, that's always was, you know, when I was in training in these schools, that's all that was always embedded in my head. Yeah, yeah. And they would get on people for wearing sneakers for that matter, in the ring. That was unheard of. You just didn't do that. Yeah. You bought. You had to go and buy wrestling boots, okay? Yeah. That was, like, the first thing. And then as far as character-wise go, that came in. But And they would work with you, you know, because I ended yeah. up with a freaking jumpsuit, a prison jumpsuit, but it was a gimmick. This, yeah. with Darby Allen, I mean, come on. Is it is it lazy? Am I wrong? Or am I overthinking this or what? What do you guys think about it? His whole character in itself. And I get it. I do get the, but, you know, not, I know I'm babbling, but I do appreciate that when they did the montage, the video montage of him, I really did appreciate, though, they went back a little bit and told the story of why he did the yeah. face paint. Right. So I, I get, I do get it, but it's, it, it's, it's just, just not your cup of tea. No, it's just, it's just not. I mean, am I wrong? I mean, do you guys feel the same way? Or I, I'll let Elio go first because you know. Um, I've never uh, like the half paint. If you're gonna paint to like your face, just like do the whole the whole face. Because mm -hmm. half 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 it doesn't just doesn't look good. Like like uh, Dustin Rhodes. Mm, yeah, yeah. But what about the rest of his gear? <laughs> I mean, come on. He's wearing leotards with Daisy Duke shorts. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, yeah, I hit the rest of his gear. I don't know. Like, I don't know. It doesn't work. He needs to get some new gear. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe maybe now that he's the champ and he's making champ money, maybe he'll uh, <laughs> support some new gear. <laughs> he's making belt money. Yeah, he's making belt money. Okay, so I now my my freeze my freeze my feed froze uh, for part of. So what was the backstory? Why does he do the half thing with the makeup? Because when he was younger, his uncle picked him up. Um, I guess he, did he say his uncle was drunk, Elio? I don't. I, know I believe it was right here because he was cutting for me as well. Yeah, 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 but mine's was I was still getting the feed, but it was still kind of a little bit choppy here and there. But I could have sworn he said like his uncle was drunk driving okay. and got into an accident and his uncle died, but he survived. So that's yeah, that's it, that's it, that's it. That's what I heard. Yeah. So he did the half paint because okay. of that. Okay. Yeah. And that that's fair. I mean it's something legit like that. I mean, that's mm -hmm. you know, as opposed to gimmick. So that's cool. But for me right. overall you know, I'm probably not the target demographic. And I mean, I get easily bothered every time that they say, oh, you know, he's, he's an enigma. And it's just yeah. like, to me, it's like, you're just trying to push him as being different. Like Jeff Hardy exactly. always the first thing I think of. I've talked yeah. about that on the show yeah. before. Yeah. So that drives me nuts. Please find another adjective. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. not enigma. <laughs> every, 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 every time they say enigma, I'm like, wait, Jeff Hardy is the enigma. Exactly. No, he yeah. And that's <laughs> funny that you say that because, 
you know, certain words are sometimes they're just specific to a certain wrestler and it shouldn't be that way, but it is. But it is. And, yeah. But exactly what you said. Every time they said Enigma, I thought the same thing. Jeff Hardy. Yeah. I don't know. No. Like that's who you're trying to make this guy like. Yeah. You know, he's got and, the paint and he's a daredevil yeah. and he's different. Yeah. And but, I don't like that finisher. The coffin drop, he's going to, when they, when they, he's going to like hurt himself doing that. Yeah. You don't like Black that finisher? Oh, oh. No, I like the finisher. I'm just saying, oh. like, I get scared of him. He does it because I'm afraid, like, even when he does it from the top rope to the outside, mm-hmm. you know, I'm afraid he's going to land the wrong one. When and he sees just, yeah, hurt himself. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I don't know. For me, the gimmick just doesn't do anything for me. I, I don't I don't get it. Maybe I'm old fashioned. I'm old school. I don't get it. I don't buy into it. Uh, the, you know, the, the numerous vignettes with him doing all the stupid stuff. I it doesn't do anything for me. And, and I even said that you know when we were kind of chatting during the show like, uh, in the uh, the post match stuff there they threw him into that set piece. They're making like a big deal about it. And I'm like, yeah. well, why are they making a big deal about it? He goes down the half pipes in a body bag and that's like this is like nothing exactly so why should exactly. i care yeah you know yeah. so that so and, that and he had steve-o on top of that with him when he did yeah. that. and yeah. for me I, I don't know no you're, you're right you're right yeah so that's that thing there was kind of out of that what mm-hmm. i think at least maybe in the short term you know when you guys are kind of saying well maybe it's kind of either you know uh ricky starks or brian cage I'm wondering maybe at least for the next week or next couple of weeks, maybe we'll get Cody and, uh, and Darby versus team oh, Taz there yeah. and kind of maybe kind of get, you know, a little bit of a rub or kind of put them right. together that way and, yep. and run that way. So that's, yep. you know, I guess time will tell. Yeah. That's where yeah. I, can... I didn't think of it until you just literally just said that, but yeah, yeah. No, it makes sense. Because I mean, he's still kind of around there, made the save and mm-hmm. you know, he did the respect thing, giving him the title. So, Hey, you know, yeah. You're, yeah. you're a loner kid, but you know you got the nightmare family, or at least Cody yeah. Rhodes behind you, or something. So. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. All right. From there, we shift our focus to the ladies' title match, the AEW Women's Championship. Uh, Sheeta versus Nyla Rose. Let's go, Elio first. Elio, what did you see here, my friend? This match. Um, I'm not another fan of Nyla Rose's matches. Um, this one, I gave it. A, I gave it a one, but I, I just didn't like this match. It was just really a lot of bad spots. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the, the best thing was the ending, which we knew was going to happen with yeah. Vicky freaking out after that yeah. was lost. Yeah, and slapped her too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she took it. And she did. Yeah, she did. Um, yeah. Tony, how about you? <sighs> I expressed my thoughts on Nyla Rose many times on the show. And for me, she's just too green to be in this position. She yeah. really is. She should not be in this position for a title shot again. And this match was the same thing. Now, nah, I'm a t- I am ain't going to lie. I'm a huge Sheeta fan. I right. really am. Hikaru, yep. man, my God. And she's she's decent. I just think she's in a very poor women's division. Yes. So, for me, it's kind of hard for her to have a decent match with anybody good there because there isn't any. There really yep. isn't. Nyla, I'm sorry. Nyla Rose is just not on Sheeta's level, and you saw it in this match. I saw it in this match where, um, granted, I did like the ending. I do agree with the Andy and, yep. and Elio. You know, and it was shocking to even see 
uh, Nyla telling her that spot to do. But the other spots that she was doing, to me, it just doesn't seem like Nyla was trying to give in to Sheeta. When she was doing the suplex, she had a hard time. When she was trying to flip her over, she had a hard time. I'm sorry to say, you're trying to make Sheeta look badass, but you made her struggle for that, and she shouldn't have done that. Um, yeah. Sheeta, for me, in my opinion, is the best wrestler AEW has, but she's having these awful matches with people that are not on her level, in my opinion. Right. Um, you know, we, we lately we've been doing between your guys' show and my show, AEW versus WWE, and I'm telling you right now, I think one match that would definitely knock out the park is would be like Sheeta and Oscar, Sheeta and Bailey, Sheeta yeah. and Charlotte. I'm telling you, you want to see somebody have a really damn good match? Put Sheeta in with any one of those girls, and yes. they'll be a match to see. But this match, I gave it a one and a half, yeah. um, only because there was a little bit of storytelling. Yep. There was. Uh, yep. Vicky got involved, uh, typical fashion of her, and I mm-hmm. dug it. I really did. And then when you were talking about it, Andy, when we had the private message thing going during the match, you were right. And, and it was just the fact of Sheeta knocking her down, kept knocking her down, kept yeah. knocking her down, and then going for the pin. So, yeah, but um, in my rankings, I gave it a one and a half. Um, so I would have to say like a D plus, yep. close to a C, if I have to give it a, a letter. <laughs> would that, would, I mean, even though we're kind of like halfway through here, would you mm-hmm. say that was probably like the weakest match of the show? Um, no. Not no. for me, nope. No. Okay, I can see where this is going to be. <laughs> All right, fair enough. All right. Uh, for me, I'll keep it short and sweet on this. Okay match at best. For me, looking for the positives, it, that you know, kind of like we were just saying there, the mm-hmm. storytelling, that was kind of it for me. Uh, the last, whatever, kind of four or five minutes there, yeah. you know, she just the finishes, she's hitting the big moves, and it's like the two, you know, mm. two and a quarter, two and a half, two and three quarters. It's just yeah. it, it, almost a little bit Japanese style there where you're kind of getting, you yeah. know, the big move, big move, and just finally, you know, she just doesn't get back up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I appreciated that. I could follow that story. So that was, for me, that was a positive. And then the post-match with, uh, with Vicky, I'm kind of curious to see, like, you know, yeah. I, I agree, you know, Nyla's not really ready for that position i mean and it is what it is but uh, it'll be interesting to see if maybe there's a possible face turn mm. in, her, uh, in her future mm. Mm. now do you think it um i don't want to say it would be better for her but you know because i always say it's always harder to be a baby face than it is to be a heel yeah. um i think she would struggle with it i mean I, although i am interested i am interested yeah. being that you brought that up but I'm still not I, – I don't – I think it would be a bad move for her, for Nyla. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know the reasoning or the logic behind it, but, I mean, when there's, there's not much with the women's division right now, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, was know, there so- something – was there tension between them before? Because it just seems like – like the way I was getting it and the way the commentary was talking was like they had heat before. Like Vicky was yelling at would yell at her before. Is that true? I mean, it's, I mean, I don't. I th- I think they've been more on dark than on dynamite oh, okay. lately. So oh, that's yeah. and who watches dark? <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. So it, it's I yeah I got a little lost on that too, but uh, you Did know you when get you that look vibe though the same thing like you know they've been this happened before because yeah. like I said <clears throat> when that spot was happening, 
the commentator was just like, oh, no, here we go again, or something like that they said. And I was, I was like, what? Wait, they did yeah. this before something happened and I missed it? And to me, it, it feels like they haven't been together that long. No, no, I, I think because uh, uh, Vicky showed up when was it the last pay per view? With no, no, so it was uh, during uh, one of the dynamites. Yeah, it was one of the dynamites. Yeah, and I know it was during the the pandemic era because there was no yeah. fans there when Vicky came out. Yeah, yeah. So it was this year. It yeah. was this year. It might have been four months, maybe. Well, I guess, but it's. When you only have, you know, when you only have the two hours of TV, because I'm not going to count dark, it's, you know, but, but it's a positive and a negative, right? Because in that, and that was one of those things for, for WWE is like, well, you mm-hmm. have this pool of stars and you want to try and showcase as many as you can, but you only have so much time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so it's like, to me, it doesn't seem like there's like a lot's been going on with those two. Like I said, I, if there's stuff right. on dark, then I don't, I don't know about it. But right. to me, like, I, I, I like that pairing because to me, like Vicky's like a should be like a heat magnet. Oh yeah. So that should sure. be good for you know for getting that kind of rub on on Nyla. That aside from her being kind of like the monster, the beast, whatever. So yeah. you know, even for me to suggest, well, maybe there's a baby face turn in her future. But it's like, okay, well, but then who is she going to work with? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Because who do they got that are heels in in the women's division? Rick Baker. Oh yeah, Rick Baker, but. They're they're hurting without Chris Stalander there. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's, not, she she ain't coming back till next year. Yeah, she's still out. So that's ACL yeah, surgery. Yep. And she was. Let me tell you. You know what? I'm glad you brought that up because I, I know I just said that she does the best one they got there. Chris Statlander too. She's a close yeah, second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, well, she is second, but she's close first too. Right. That they have as far as talent goes. So I would have loved to have seen a Sheeta versus Statlander match too. That would have been a decent yeah. match, I think. Um, but ah, man, yeah, the, I think they're. I think that might be their issue: lack of heels. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think it's just lack of talent in general, but la- yeah. definitely lack of heels. Yes. No, but but seriously, and right. Yeah. I mean, and, and I like to talk about that on on the shows. I mean, for me, you know, kind of with the old school thought process, I'm a big big person with talking about. Okay. Well, you know, if you're gonna have the dragon slayer, you need to have the big bad dragons. If you don't mm-hmm. have any big bad dragons to slay, then that doesn't mean much for your for your dragon slayers. Yeah. And and in in the case of the AEW women's division. You know, there's not much of anything. No, no. So. Actually, Kong, awesome Kong, but I think she left, right? Or she? I, she's hurt too. I don't, I don't even know. remember. I have no idea. All I know is the last time we heard from her, uh, the Nightmare Collective uh, yeah. disband turned on her, and then they disbanded. Wow! Wow! Yeah! Wow! It seems like to me, and I've noticed this especially with Brandy Rose is the fact that they keep trying these little things, trying these factions. And it's like the minute it doesn't work, they disband it and then they expect you to forget it. Um, this thing, cause that's not the first time it happened involving uh, Brandy Rhodes too. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, you're right, man. That's, they could have had something good too with that. The nightmare collective with Brandy Rhodes and, um, Awesome Kong, um, because I, I kind of dug it, but all of a sudden they just dropped it out of thin air and said, nah, we don't want to do it. And yeah. people talk about WWE, 
uh, with their storylines and they're, oh, you're expecting us to forget it? Shame on you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But AEW, they've been doing for a company that's been a year and a half old or yeah. actually just a little over a year old. They've changed storylines or dropped storylines more time than none comparing it to WWE. Yeah. So, no, but, I, I, I agree with you. And that's, for me, that's one of the issues that I have. And in saying yeah. this, I'm by no means defending WWE, just kind of as you were saying. But right, right. for me, for, for people to be so pro-AEW and so anti-WWE, mm-hmm. I get it if you're being so pro-AEW because, oh, it's just it's because it's something different. Yeah. But really, to me, at the heart, there's not a lot different right now. No. Yeah than WWE and and maybe part of that's not having the crowds and 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 you know the pandemic and you know you don't have access to all your talent and this and that but Mm -hmm. there's a lot more similarities there than people especially like the very pro AEW yeah faction there's probably a lot more a lot more similarities there than they're probably willing to admit yeah (laughs) that is true that is true and, and I'm not saying that to be you know, I'm saying that more as a devil's advocate as, as opposed yeah. to somebody that's like trying to, you know, be pro WWE or anti AEW because that's not it at all. Yeah, I no, mean, I, I, agree. I, I want both and, to do well. Absolutely. Because at the end of the day, we all love wrestling, period. Yeah. So you want all you want these companies to succeed. And I've yes. mentioned it on the show before how when we started doing uh, AEW versus NXT, this was a collective, so it's not like we're against AEW. We're not. It's just we're going to call a spade a spade. If it's yep. bad, we're going to say it's bad. We're not going to defend something that was bad to make it good just right. because you liked it and you don't like WWE. Because yep. when we talk about WWE, if it's bad, we're going to say it's bad. Um, Absolutely. So, so that's why like when I mention these things and say that you know, when we do these battles – NXT versus AEW, we do it as a collective. And if one person gets outvoted, then it ha- that's eight. Hey, it happens. So yeah. this week was a prime example. For AEW to have a go-home show, it was pretty bad. It oh. was pretty bad for a go-home show, and they went up against uh, NXT. Um, I wish I got in the, the, the ratings for that. I, I don't, but I would have actually been curious to, to know what the ratings were for that. Yeah, to see yeah. if AEW did win it this week, because they lost last week against yeah. NXT. So yeah, yeah, and that I mean, you know, we with Elio and uh, with with TJ, like we covered that. Like it's, it's. I think it's kind of like when he posted it. He said like, "Go home show." Like it was a go nowhere show. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. your final your final show before your big pay per view, and you have what was it, Austin Gunn or whatever, winning a six man. <laughs> yes, as your main event. Like what yeah. the hell? Yeah. Yep, then nothing ended with Moxley or Kingston, which I would have loved to have yeah, seen, to be honest. which should have made, which would have made more sense. It would have made you know, a whole lot of sense, yeah. Hell, you know what, you, you could have put John Silver over in that match just because he had a match in the pay-per-view, <laughs> and true. that would have made more sense. That is true, man. That makes a, yeah. That Actually, from, so, when, from, from what I'm reading here, the AEW Go Home Show is 0.30 rating in the 1849 demographic. Oh, wow. What about NXT? NXT drew a 0.16. Oh, wow. Wow. See, Elio gets right on top. If I would have asked Rick Serrano the third that question, he would be like, Tony, I don't know the damn answers. <laughs> you always throwing these questions at me. Come on, man. This is part of the show. We just talked. Well, See, Elio, man, you are a gentleman. 
Yeah, that's why he's a gentleman. You know, we just talked about it, and Elliot was looking it up without his. He, he was just let me find out why y'all bullshitting. And then yeah. he was bullshitting. He came straight out and says, "Hey, yo, I got it right here, man. Listen, hey, you know." And then I, I did. I threw a question at him, and he was like, "Well, the NXT had." I'm telling yeah. you, I might, I might have to jump ship. That that's why that's why he's a gentleman. <laughs> Yes, that's true. and that's why he's a man of few words. Because when we're off doing our thing here, he's kind of been behind the scenes, yeah. kind of finding out what's what. So yeah. Yeah. a lot of people don't understand. Elio does a lot of work. He does oh. a lot of work. He doesn't say much, but he does a lot of work. He's he not just here work. for the pretty face. No, 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 no. All right, for pretty faces. <laughs> you know what? Let, let's go to dream matches here. And this was uh, the, yeah. the AEW tag team title match. FTR versus the Young Bucks. Now, I will say before we get before we get to uh, mm-hmm. to you, Tony. My feed froze most of this match, so I saw very little. So I will comment, uh, you know, a little more than Elio will, but uh, not not too much. So we'll we'll give you. Well, mine was the, choppy as well. My feed was it? Yeah, but I, I did see I, I did see the, the one thing. I did see the one that uh, got his hand cut. In the match, yeah, okay, well. that was pretty. That was pretty nasty. Yeah. So okay, so what happened there? Because I, I came, I came in at one point. I saw the cut was there, but I don't know what had happened. What happened? Oh, was, I know. Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead, go ahead, Elia. No, I didn't. Uh, it, oh, you didn't see it. Well, he no. was trying to hit Matt. I think who's the one with the hurt knee, Matt? Or yeah, yeah. yeah. Matt. Well, he he put him up against the the post, the ring post. Yeah. And he was just about to punch him. He just ducked. He punched the ring post. That's all. Oh, and so just somehow oh. he caught something. Must have caught like a screw or something. Or yeah, that's yeah, yeah. But you know, you can there. There was something done because uh, okay. they, they, it took a while before they showed his hand. Yeah, well, and they were ready to tape up, and then I saw me, and you know, when I caught a little bits here and there, I could see where they were doing like the hand stomp and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So yep. to me, I'm like, okay, well, you know. It, it, couldn't yeah. have been that bad, like you said. Like if it was something that may have been planned, then yeah. Then you know what? I I I can respect and appreciate that. Oh yeah. But it, yeah. Uh, you know, kind of yeah. going to that going to that level. But what yeah. about the rest of the match? Tell us about the rest of the match and, and your thoughts, Tony. In, in my opinion, this was match of the night. I gave it a three and a half. So um, in you guys' rating, I would say a very a, an A. I would give it an A. Oh, a B plus, really close to that A. There was just a lot of, uh, and the Young Bucks are famous for it, um, a lot of uh, spots, uh, a lot of high yeah, flying, yeah. which, you know, I'd still appreciate, but sometimes it can get to be a little bit too much. I was not a big fan of the ending, though. I really wasn't. He had his bare foot and super kicks, and like, I was like, what? Wait, hold up. No, that, it, for me, I, I, I this 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 could have had a huge potential to even be match of the year candidate, but the storytelling at towards the end, I would have to say the last five minutes of it, yeah. four maybe, I wasn't a fan of. But I did enjoy the match, and I will consider this match of the night. Like I said, I gave it a three and a half, so about a B plus, close, very very close to an A. So okay. it was it was good. Long, of course, for those. Guys, is they always have a long match, yeah. But um, I did. I liked the storytelling in this match. I just didn't. I just didn't like the ending. They could have done something else to to do that ending. But a lot of close spots too. So 
I, li- I, I like matches like that to make you think, yeah. oh, shit, they're going to win. Oh, this no, they're getting yeah. Keep going. All right, oh, I'm with the ride. So. Kind of like false finishes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. For me, anything, was, anything else you want to add, Elio? No, so for me, this was a great match. This was, I gave it a three as well. Um, but uh, yeah, I didn't like the ending yeah. with that, the way that match ended. Yeah. Well, I, I caught the... The last few minutes, uh, I think right around the point where they took the boot off, and so I, I like mm-hmm. that. I like, and, and and the false finishes were there, so I'll kind of give that credit. But one thing for me, and maybe not the same reason, I totally dislike the finish. I get the storytelling element of it, and probably right. why it happened. Mm-hmm. But I just maybe it's just because I simply don't like that story. Because for me. For the way FTR, you know, and I think they even said in the commentary, says, well, you know, there's there's no flips and whatever. Yeah, they're they're fists and yeah, and and for for him to actually go and do the the four fifty, kind of like to me, it almost seemed like it was so out of place. Yeah, and it, it's I get that as the storytelling. It's like, oh man, if they would have stuck to their guns, you know, they probably would have won. Mm-hmm. But at the same time for how their characters have been presented to me, it was almost like it was too out of place. Yeah. You know, like if, if it was, if it was a simple, you know, you're holding the guy and he moves and something like mm-hmm. that, like, you know, that miscommun that kind of miscommunication, you have that, uh, something goes wrong there, but you know, to be so against high spots, da, 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 or the flippity floppity moves, whatever you want to call it. And then for them to do that, Mm-hmm. To me, I just was like, oh, yeah. really? And that's yeah. that's why, for me, that's why it was, I want to say it was a dumb finish. And I yeah. did not yeah. like it. <laughs> I agree. I agree. So, but I will add on to this, though, uh, to, to this match, is, as just yep. feeding off of what you were saying. The one thing um, I want to say as far as buildup goes, it could have been done a lot better than what they did. Um, and the reason why I'm saying that is because obviously FTR are the heels, okay? Yeah. And yeah. then for like the past two months, they've been showing uh, the Young Bucks as a heel. You know, they're yeah. super kicking the ref, super kicking, kicking uh, Tony Schiavone, or they destroyed his phone or whatever. Everybody, yeah. You know, so and then they come into this match and they were more of a baby face than they were a heel. So yeah. for me, I'm like, uh, the, the story build up to this could have been a whole lot better. Yeah. But it, for me, it was just a little bit confusing because, all right, wait a minute, weren't they heels though? And then now you're going into this match with cheering and yay. It's like, yeah. Yeah. No, and that's, that's, you know, and Ellie, you can back me up on this. This has been a regular thing with us uh, on the global show. Oh, it's, really? Yeah. It's like, are they faces? Are they heels? <laughs> and I know for me, it just got to the point. I mean, and again, I'm not a Young Bucks guy to start with. Mm-hmm. It was like, I don't even care. Like, this yeah. is just, it, it's, I, I know, like, you guys are just doing, like, random stuff. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah it, got to, it got to that point. I didn't even care. I'm like, are they heels or are they faces? I don't care. Because they just keep super kicking everyone. So. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, honestly, maybe I was, go ahead. No, I was going to say, honestly, I would probably prefer them as a heel than babyface. But. Yeah. I don't know. I just—I mean, I don't know. I was just <clears throat> not really confused. I was it just, just could have been a lot more. Yeah, it could have been yeah. a lot more to this. They, this, I think AEW dropped the ball on it, but I think yep. they 
I think the Young Bucks kind of made up for it in this match, but the events prior to leading up to this was done very poorly, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Very poorly. So. Yeah, for for a setup for a dream match. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, because yeah, everybody's been talking about this match for a long time. So. Yeah. So that's the other thing for me. I mean, I'm gonna make this the last thought before we move to the next match. Yep. Now, with with Matt Jackson, I my understanding is that he has a legitimate end injury. Yeah, Rick said on the show that he has a a partial torn NCL and ACL. Right. So that was, to me, like you come into that. So, I mean, you've got that. So, I mean, that would be like a baby face sympathy thing. So yes. it's a match. Yes. And that to me makes me wonder, it's like, okay. Like, and that was also part of my reasoning besides the fact that I just would rather see FTR win than the young bucks was like, yeah. well, if he's got the injury, maybe he's going to need the time off. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Cause uh, no. if he's going to go into surgery for an ACL tear, he's going to be out for like seven, yeah. eight months. You know, but, but, you know, riding off of that too is the fact that, and I didn't even know about this until Rick said it on the show was that they said that if the young bucks don't win, that they will never get another tag team title shot. So I'm just like, so that was another thing added that I didn't even know until today on the show. And Rick was telling, I was like, wait, they, they did, they said that. And he's like, yeah, they did. I'm like, wait what the fuck what is going yeah, why? on and, yeah <laughs> yeah and then they mentioned the fact and then he mentioned the fact too that uh, he's hurt and he's got yeah. a partial tear uh mcl and acl so he you know i don't know well maybe maybe this is a short time maybe maybe they did this stipulation to kind of throw things off yeah maybe we'll see uh ftr or maybe we'll see somebody else in the next two to three weeks maybe they'll win the title actually if it was ftr then at least you'd have a one-one. So then, if they had the time off uh, yeah. the surgery, then you have a rubber match down yeah. the road. Yeah. Or, but I, th- I do like when once the Young Bucks won, the only thing that popped into my head was okay. I think, and they might, they might not. I'm just yeah, throwing some yep. yep. But I, I think that they might do an angle to next week saying that they have to drop the titles because he's going to need surgery so and they can't defend it or whatever because yep. he heard it during the FDR match. I mean, that's another way too because yep. like you said, that way they can still stay face and still win the belt or whatever. And if Matt has to go out for surgery, he, they can blame it on that match in particular. Yep. But, they did, but the only thing is they did kept mentioning the fact that he was hurting his knee. Uh, holding his knee, it was hurt, and blah, blah, blah. So I think in order to keep the Young Bucks in the tag team title picture, I think that they did have the win, but yep. <clears throat> they could do the injury after that. No. Yeah, no, that, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. But I also can see it the other way, too, you know, what, what you just said. Again, we're not the bookers, we're not the writers. I know, right? So. Jesus. <laughs> All right, I'm sure this match, or this next match here, is going to give some uh, fun conversation. Yeah. Uh, All right, oh the, uh, what was it? The Ultimate Deletion or the Elite yeah. Delete? Yeah. Sammy Guevara versus Matt Hardy. Uh, I'm probably going to be the minority of the three here, so <laughs> Tony, go ahead. Um, I think this was overdone. <laughs> <laughs> now I will say this. I gave this a one, um, a straight up D. Um, yeah. <laughs> and but but it, it originally I had it at a point five, but <laughs> what, what, what caused you to upgrade it to a one? Gangrel, Gangrel, and <laughs> <Hurricane>. <laughs> 
Hurricane Helms and Gangrel. I don't know if they're allowed to use the name. I know they said Dave Heath, also known as Gangrel. Yeah, yeah. Well, they did. Say, they kept saying Gangrel at first, and then they yeah. switched it up real quick because yeah. they knew. <laughs> but uh, no, I was puzzled with Hurricane because he's still employed with WWE. He's only been I, furloughed, and they were saying they were yeah, and they were okay. saying they were going to bring him back. So I'm I'm like he he's still under contract with them. Uh, not as a worker, but, you know, he's a producer. Yeah. So I, that threw me off a little bit. I'm like, I'm going to have to look into this and see what's up. You know, obviously, we'll probably hear about it tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, but that was shocking to see the hurricane. Interesting. And, and, and Gangrel, I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. That's why I gave it a one. <laughs> but everything else, I mean, when he took the Roman candle and he oh. was trying to shoot it at, at Sammy, but he, was aiming, he was aiming it up so high like he was the statue of liberty and i'm just like dude you're not even hitting and you're not even coming close and then he brought it down and he was but i think it was the point there if you notice it was like he got the one muddy spot so i think that was good yeah. to, you know so that way it's like you know nothing's gonna catch fire because he's in the mud yeah yeah so, yeah because yeah, at I that time he was first, aiming at him yeah yeah that's but the first time he Come on, he was throwing it over the damn ring. Oh. I was like, give me a break, man. Oh, it, it, was, it was like a game of paintball with firecrackers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There you go. I like so that I quote. That... It was like a game of paintball with firecrackers. <laughs> but I will give – I did pop a little bit for uh, – uh, what's his name, Senior Benjamin? That's yeah. the end. Yeah. I did pop a little bit for that. I thought that was pretty cool. But everything else on this, I mean, Just private party with the walkie-talkie. Oh, he said we're ready? Oh, oh. wait, yeah. are you ready? <laughs> Fucking drive! <laughs> oh, my God, that, that was just horrendous. And then they were all duking it out, fighting. And I kind of, you know, when that happened, I thought it just took away from what Sammy and Matt was trying to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I just was not into this match at all. We were all talking about it on our private chat. It was yeah. just funny as hell. Um and, and and Rick was just like, that's murder. <laughs> attempted murder. <laughs> yeah, he, he attempted murder to the list. And I'm just like, <laughs> but no, I, I just was not interested in this match at all. Fair enough. I, I, I gave a point five. You did give it the point five. And is that I because of Gangrel and, and, and Hurricane Helms? <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I like that. I judged him like, I liked uh, seeing Gangrel and Hurricane. That was a nice surprise. Just like everything else, just took me right out of this. Elio, what was the worst part of that match, though? All the stuff going on in the ring with uh, with uh, Santana Ortiz. All the stuff. (laughs) All the stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Santana Ortiz uh, private party, but also inside when they went into that. Yeah. To the where were they? Yeah. yeah. The, the deletion dome or whatever. The deletion dome. Something like that. Yeah. No relation to the Thunderdome, I guess. <laughs> no, they were trying not to. You can tell. But uh, now the the shot that Matt hit on uh, Sammy, you know, right to the face. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that looked a little bit like the hard way to me. That. But uh, whatever it was looked good. It did. It did. I don't know if it was a cam- good camera angle, but yeah. you're right. It did. Look, I thought like, like a good when that happened, I was like, oh man, he just gave him his receipt for the last time. But isn't? But didn't he? Did he still have his hand there though? Because I mean, yeah. that's what seems to be our thing, right? I, I always kind of yeah. bug me about, you know. I mean, we try to have the suspension of disbelief, but we always have that hand there when that, we're no, that, no, the somebody. hand was still there. The hand was yeah, still there. So. But he he did deck them though. 
pop them. Then, yes. Yeah. All right. Let me bring some balance to the force <laughs> in the world that is, which is which I think is funny coming from me because if, if you've heard Andy Anderson talk, I'm usually very old school and I'm a stickler for stuff. Mm -hmm. so I will say that when I watch this match coming into this, my preparation is I am taking this as a cinematic match yes. as a Matt Hardy style match, mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it, not as a traditional wrestling match. Right. Right. So that's, that's where, you know, cause otherwise I would probably go insane <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be, I'd be like in the negatives, with, with, you know, where you guys yeah. are like the point five. It entertained me. Uh, right from the get-go, the, the the dumb fact that Sammy Guevara's driving to the compound from Jacksonville, Florida to North Carolina in a golf cart that has Spanish God on the front. Like, <laughs> you just see him on the interstate driving along. <laughs> come on, wave a few. Come on, go past. Two-lane highway. Go ahead, just keep going. Yeah, two-lane highway to Cameron or whatever they are. Go, yeah, go along, go it's along. Carolina, man. Oh, my God. So I, I you know, immediately you know, popped. The thing of it is, I didn't even realize that until you just said it. <laughs> it just made this so much more dumb. <laughs> and that hearty hologram welcoming, welcoming him to his demise. Oh, yes, oh, yes. God. And then just the random monster truck that happens to be sitting right there. <laughs> oh. Oh, yes. There you go. You're welcome. <laughs> and the fact, you know, if we laugh and we joke, because you can talk about how, you know, especially people that aren't into pro wrestling and they're like, well, yeah, like, you know, those dumb pro wrestling moves, like they'd never work in a real fight or whatever. Yeah. And yet here you see one of the first things is Sammy getting up onto this monster truck wheel <laughs> and doing a moonsault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So oh, that, you know that to me set the tone. I'm, I'm going to yes. change my score to a point five because you mentioned that whole Sammy Guevara fucking traveling oh. to Florida to fucking South Carolina in a damn golf court. No, it's a point five. I, I was hoping you're going to go. Oh, it's like a one point five just because no, of the sheer entertainment no, value of that. No, no, it just so. it just made me realize how dumb this fucking segment was. So, like I said, that set the tone for me. This, the stuff was, with, you know, it, it, it's funny because, I mean, we talk about, you know, AEW, NXT, WWE, yeah. and, and kind of like uh, Private Party being like the Street Profits. Yeah. And, and, and then those outfits today, they came in with the red outfits. Yes. They, they were like, they were just like a red solo cup away from being exactly. you know, like they Street were. Party. I think they could have been called Street Party. Yeah. I was waiting so, to go, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, overall, I you know I got a I got a kick out of it, and uh, thankfully I don't have a rating system because I don't know what I would rate it. It was, it was you know it was funny to see Gangrel. It was good to see yeah. you know Helms in there, mm -hmm. uh, and you know Matt's trying to give the boys the rub, right? Trying to give you know the private yeah, party the yeah, little bit. That's it. Kind of seems to be my word of the night is the rub, and mm -hmm. uh, the one thing obviously then you know going into our kind of the. Uh, the next match afterwards was if you're going to have Santana and Ortiz and Samuel there, you basically have almost the entire inner circle, which is going to take them away from, from the Jericho MJF match. Yeah. Still to follow. But uh, yeah, I mean, I guess, I don't know if it was originally supposed to be this way, you know, like prior to Sammy uh, giving the hard way to, to Matt, but this was the, the retribution. This was his comeuppance. And, 
yeah, I, yeah. It, it, it was, it was a, it was a fun break and it was what it was. So let's, <laughs> let's, let's, well, let's I, will, I will say this I, and, and then we'll go on to the next match. Yeah. I will say this though, in the very beginning, when Matt Hardy st- started doing this whole ultimate deletion thing and doing these, uh, theater, uh, theater type, uh, matches with people and and just he started yep. changing into this broken Matt Hardy and uh, all this other crap. I hated it. I hated it. And yep. then Rick was just like, just give it a chance. You got to watch this one. It's about 10 minutes long though, but still, you got to watch it. Yep. And then I watched it and I was like, alright, you know what? I can get behind this. I can. Yep. And it was starting to grow on me. Um, and then uh, he when they were going around different promotions, capturing the uh, the tag belts and saying that they're not going to stop. They're going to keep going to these different promotions until they get – I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. And then yeah, brother, brother Nero was getting involved. Yeah. There was more videos, and then I was really starting. And I did get – okay, I like it. You bought in. Yeah, I yeah. bought in, yeah. yeah. And then when he signed with WWE, what they signed WWE – and then they showed up at WrestleMania. Everybody popped hard yes. for that. Big yeah. time. One of the loudest pops I've heard in a very long time. But then, um, I don't want to blame WWE for it, but um, Vince McMahon was just like, I don't get it. I might be out of touch with reality. But they, <laughs> you know, when they were starting to still continue with the whole broken Matt Hardy, it was still okay. It was decent. Yeah. They did a couple through uh theater type matches with uh, the one with Bray Wyatt and stuff. But then as just time went on, time went on, it was just, it just ran its course. When he left, I honestly, I don't think anybody really cared. He went to AEW and then he tried, it seemed like he tried to bring that gimmick back to have, you know, people invested in it again, but it, it, it just wasn't there. So then when he was coming out with the, well, I'm going to be the many faces of Matt Hardy, or I'm just going to drop that gimmick. I've heard two different stories to it. I was just like, all right, whatever. It's Matt Hardy, dude. Maybe it's time to retire if you can't push this gimmick anymore. Yeah. And then we get this and I'm just like, he's still trying. (laughs) I was just like, all right, whatever. But uh, I I think, I think uh, after tonight, I think he needs to start thinking about retirement. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. I, I you know, I, I think the toughest thing with this gimmick, at least from, from my point of view is it's that to me seems to be a very interactive one with the crowd and the people. And if you remember when he first came into AEW, the pandemic had already started. Yeah. So he was already working with pretty much an empty you know, an empty uh, arena or whatever it is. So, you know, there's so many things as much as, you know, we can, we have to critique what is as it is for now, but you know, there's, there's a lot of things where I'm sure if we weren't in this uh, pandemic and if, you know, if they had crowds in the, the audience, I'm sure there would be a lot of different, a lot of different stories and a lot more different character development. No, you're right. You're right. I didn't think about that. I keep forgetting about the t- yeah, because that was I think that was that was a big deal. Like was him coming in, but then yeah. I think when he came in, I think that was like within like the first month or so of of everything shutting down. Like I think it was reasonably new. Yeah, it was. Where, it yeah, was. like where they didn't have the crowds, but they were still running. 
No, I think when he first got into AEW, there was no crowds. Cause well, he that, was that's in... what I'm saying. Oh, I'm yeah. saying. It was like within like the first, like that, like, I, like mid-March to mid-April, I think, I think is when he came in. Yeah. Yep. They, had him, in, they had him in the stands. And he was in the stands. Everything, yeah. everything was He was empty. moving around yeah. and yeah. yeah. Yeah, with Jericho, when he had that little thing with Jericho. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, that's one of those, like, I don't know if I could put it on the same scale, but but that same kind of thing, like when you first had Jericho come to WWE when he had the interaction with The Rock. Yeah. Like, like, that was like a major thing. Like, without a crowd, it, would, it wouldn't have been the same thing. And I think that's, that's where, you know, if you had had Matt Hardy, you know, broken Matt or whatever, doing the thing with, with Jericho, I, having a crowd there, I think would have been a, you know, completely different thing. And I'm sure yeah. that that would have sent, you know, broken Matt on a different... Sent him into a different universe. Ha ha. <laughs> That's wonderful. <laughs> All right. On that note, oh. the match to uh, our next match, our semi main event, if you will, to join the inner circle MJF versus Chris Jericho, the demo god. Yep. Yep. This, I tell you. <laughs> now, first of all, I did give it a two and a half. I thought it was okay. It was a decent yeah. match. You know, you got Jericho and, and MJF. <clears throat> um, the ending, I just thought was horrible. I flat. really did. Say what? You find it flat? Yeah, yeah. Because Only because when they were showing the video package to this, they made it seem like MJF was a, was a, a badass going after Jericho. So it's kind of had that little baby face thing with Jericho. Yeah. Um, and I know maybe it was a ruse. I don't know. I don't. I, again, I was just confused by the storyline. Yep. So, but the match in itself was good. I like how they were trying to do it to where uh, MJF grabbed the ring and then um, Jericho had the bat and then he faked it, did the Eddie uh, yep. Guerrero. Uh, I'm glad MJF got the win, though. Yep. I really am. But. Uh, I don't know who mentioned it earlier, but this is uh, Jericho's, what, third straight loss in the pay-per-view? Because he lost to Orange Cassidy. Yeah. And who did he lose to before that? Did he would that have been, some, would that been Moxley? What about that? that have been the title? Was it? I Could have been. Could have been. But even still, his pay-per-view record is, is starting to, like, not be yeah. that great. Um, but then they did the whole thing. Everybody's cheering for it. I'm like... Yeah. But the match was good. I'm, I'm not going to take that part of it away. I gave it a two yeah. and a half. Um, I would say about a C plus, a strong C plus. Yep, yep. But I, I mean, I guess we're going to have to wait till next week to see where they're really going to go with this. Yeah. Who knows? Especially when Sammy Guevara and uh, Ortiz and Santana come back because uh, they they were they're against it. Yeah. So yep. that's why I'm, it'll be interesting to see that. Well, so. and now with Sammy Guevara, like, is he going to be out for a while, oh, or is he going to be? Right. Yeah. What's what about Sammy? <laughs> now, now I, I will say this too: if he ends up showing up next week, I, I'm just going to like give up. Yeah. Because <laughs> he shouldn't be in next week's episode for sure. Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah. Terrible. Terrible. Okay. Elio. And, uh, this one I gave a two. It wasn't a bad match. Um, didn't like the ending with the. With the ring and the the Eddie finish, and the, yeah. But um, and then uh, after the match, 
with the, they all walked off. So I don't, we, now we just have to see how it goes from here. Yeah. yeah. I, what, what they're going to do. Yeah. But I don't know. It just feels weird seeing MGF as part of the inner circle. <laughs> yeah. And Wardlow. And Wardlow. It was a two That's for one right. deal. That's right. Wardlow goes as well. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh from the get-go, I, I appreciated the little Jericho nod or however the little psychology thing with uh, with him doing the light-up jacket. Yeah. I, that was, you know, yeah. I had a chuckle out of that. Uh, decent match. You know, not a bad story to it. I, and maybe I'm in the minority here. Like, I, you know, you talk, uh, I, I hate even saying this. I mean, you're kind of talking about like Matt Hardy, but for me, it's frustrating to see Jericho not in that great a shape. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, because like you can see, like he's carrying the weight, and, and he can still move. He can still do the stuff. So I'm, I'm, I'm not going to take that away. You know, I'm, I'm definitely not going right. to take that away from him. It, it's just, it's, it's, I'm finding it. I, I don't want to say I want to find it difficult to watch. I don't know. It just, it. No, like, you're right though. When because... he's even when he's dressed up, you know, and you see his face, and like it's like even like during like the the, the musical number thing, like his, mm-hmm. like to me, like he looked like he was like bloated and just like he didn't yes. look healthy. Yes. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I think because actually uh, watching this, you know, even my wife mentioned that, you know, he looks a little different. Like he's, uh, she didn't say bloated. I forgot what word she used, but uh, no, she she noticed that too. She was like, Jericho never used to look like that. No, he's got some, he's got some COVID weight going, go COVID weight gain going on there. Yeah. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, it's, yeah, I guess, you know, the only thing we can do is kind of wait to see what's going to happen. Yeah. I almost wonder if sometimes the way they kind of throw these things, if, you know, because it's, and I go back to the fact that, you know, we often hear that the, the boys have so much more input and they don't have the writers keeping things consistent and yeah. con. It's, it's, I don't, like, I wonder, like, is Jericho trying to outsmart us? Because, okay, well, this would be the traditional style of booking for this to happen. Well, yeah, so we're going to do the opposite, yeah. or we're going to do this instead, because you're expecting right. this. You're expecting right. that. Wow, we're going to do this. and then we're... So in to some yeah. degree, if that's what it is, I get it. But at the same time, to me, with, with wrestling and the storytelling, it, it's, like, it's like, you know, watching, watching a movie. More often than not, you know, you, it's... It, whether it's a wrestling match or a movie, usually by the end of the, the, the movie, the, you know, things have been resolved. Mm-hmm. Usually good triumphs over evil. Yeah. And it's, that simple thing. and I think that's part of the things for, for us as humans to watch this because it's kind of like, okay, well this follows this pattern and this ended the way as it should. Ah, yeah. What I'm finding with some of this inner circle stuff, and maybe this is their way of trying to, to build and, you know, and we, and we talk about, well, things don't get built enough in professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe that's what they're maybe that's what they're trying to do, but yeah. it just it it seems to me it it seems so off and so different. I don't know yeah. if it's a good thing or not. Yeah, no, no, I know what you're saying. I know exactly what you're saying. Like um, Jericho is just trying to do something different yeah. than that what we're normally used to seeing. You know, yeah. good prevails over evil. Uh, the the good guy gets the girl at the end or exactly uh bruce willis saved the earth from that meteorite <laughs> coming to the yeah. you know no so i get you know things like that is something that's supposed to be tragic it always overcomes at the end of the movie yeah. um very rare though you'll see a movie that has a a bad ending but there's always a sequel right 
So yeah. with that sequel, then they prevail. So with yeah. wrestling, it is the same exactly. Kind of like the same formula. Sometimes, sometimes the bad guys win at the end, but wait, there's a part two. So watch yeah. out for that. In this case, you're right. With Jericho, he just did um, – if it was his call, um, was it a good call? Mm, I don't know. I, uh, for me, this call right here with everything that happened and then him uh, and MJF, Wardlow, and Jake were all holding their hands up yeah. you know, like they all won. Now it's like, all right, so what's going to happen next week? Yeah. <laughs> so now we have to wait till next week. For yeah. me, this was the part two – of a finish that should have been a finish. Yes. Uh, it looks like there's going to be a part three. So. Yeah. It's like, it's like we're, we're still, it's like you still want to know what happens, mm-hmm. but it's like the same level of emotional investment. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's, 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 it's like if, um, and man, I mean, I, you know, I could, I could tell you stories about like the times in Puerto Rico and, and the way we, the way things were booked where like if baby faces were going to join or if a heels were going to join and you know, week by week, it's like the people were chomping at the bit mm-hmm. for it to happen and you could kind of tease it and it's, you know, and it's like, it's getting there, it's getting there, it's getting there. It's almost like sex. It's getting there. It's getting there. <laughs> but you, you want that, that payoff. You want the, you know, the good finish. And, and with this, it, it almost feels like, like a bit of like rough, uncomfortable sex because it's like, okay, we're getting through it. We're getting through it. I, I want to finish. I want to finish, but I don't feel like I'm going to feel as awesome as I should. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it's kind of like, a, like, it's, you know, you're, you're with somebody new for the first time and it's kind of that awkward. It's yeah. not going the way like, man. So you know, no, I agree with you. Cause that's what this damn yeah. felt like. It's like all right, wait a minute. Like the like the, the match, just the, just the story in general, because we we yeah. you know we're we're talking about it because you, and even you said, wait, well, I guess we're gonna have to tune in next week. Mm-hmm. And so like yeah, they they got us to that point, but it's not like oh man, like can you believe that happened? Like yeah, exactly. like what's gonna happen next week? Like that's and that's what I'm saying. It's like man, like we're getting close to the finish. We're getting close to the finish. Yeah, baby. Yeah, mm-hmm. baby. Yeah, baby. It's like well, I guess we'll keep on going because I still want to. <laughs> You know, I still want to get mine. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I still want to. Yeah. 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 So I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's got us talking. So that says mm-hmm. something. But that's yeah, that's true too. But it was, it was just unusual. Yeah. It just, it just was. And uh, now we got to wait till next Wednesday, like I said, to find out what happens once uh, uh, Santana and Ortiz come back, and if Sadie Guevara's in, in in it uh, yeah i don't know uh, you know what to me and, like first of all i totally agree with you like sammy should not be there if anything mm-hmm. like if they drag this thing on it should be like when it comes to that tipping point sammy comes back and that's the one that kind of pushes you know for like push he's the one that kind of pushes jericho out or something like that mm-hmm. but if they have him come back on wednesday dude better be like wrapped up more than like the mummy kind of yes. thing yes yes absolutely you know, a neck I, brace all that neck shit. brace tape he could come out in a wheelchair yeah and, and i oh, come I out would, in that broken damn golf course yeah you know i'm sure if, yeah that, that or or whatever i mean sure Britt baker's finished with her cart so maybe they can just kind of like you know repurpose it. it a little bit change the signage and it's the the mm-hmm. spanish godmobile or something i don't know <laughs> driving back from south carolina <laughs> back to florida Someday. It's okay. It's just a scratch. We can buff it's, it out. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. 
right. Our last match, main event. final match, the main event of the evening for the AEW World Title I Quit match between uh, the champion John Moxley, the challenger, Eddie Edwards. You know what? Let, let's let's uh, let's go to to Elio first. Elio, what what do we got here? What did you see? So this, so okay, this match uh, was a a good not a bad match. I gave it two. Um, I get it. They were telling the story. Eddie, Eddie Kingston doing whatever mm-hmm. take, whatever it takes to like win the championship. But the one thing I didn't enjoy is uh, like the barbed wire and the thumbtacks. Why? Why not? I've actually been like a fan of like all the. I know. I well, it was better than the Omega and Moxie match though. That was really, that was really more like a hardcore match with the barbed wire. But this okay. one, um, yeah, this one wasn't a bad match. Okay. Tony? Well, I mean, for me, I thought they made use of the gimmicks they had. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about like the tax, the barbed wire, because they told a story with that. And yes. that's very rare. That's very, yep. very rare in, in, in wrestling and when barbed wire and thumbtacks are involved. Um, yep. But to me, I thought they told a very good story with it. The match in itself, though, I gave it a two and a half. Eddie Kingston. For me, uh, like you look at him, I don't see a wrestler. I really don't. Right. Um, you look at Moxley, you do see a wrestler. You see somebody that will kick your ass and da da da. I'm not saying Eddie yeah. Kingston can't, but yeah. it's just something about him that I don't see him as a wrestler. And it's weird because I see him more as a manager that just talks a lot of shit and can get his guys over and he'll cheat to win and all this other stuff. Yeah. Um, I think it was a little bit too late for that video package they did, but I loved it. But I think right. that was a video package they should have done a long time ago. Yes. To start this build. And I've mentioned before, I didn't think the build was that great for this, but I still did like it. I did. I'm not going to take it away, but I just thought the build for this could have been a lot better. The yeah. video package they did was phenomenal. I loved it because then you saw – uh, a little bit of Eddie Kingston in the Indies. Um, yeah. They told they told more about their story together and all this other stuff. And I and I dug and I was like I was hyped. I was starting to get hyped, but I wanted to get hype about a month ago. Yes. Um, leading all the way up to this, because then we even mentioned it too earlier about how last Wednesday they they should have ended with that instead of ended it with with a gun win, but. <laughs> You know, the match in itself was good. I love the spot with the tax. I love the spot where he grabbed the tax to punch him. And then he even took, like, Eddie, I don't want to take nothing away from him. And I know I just said he doesn't have that look of a wrestler, yeah. but the man knows how to tell a story in the ring. When he yeah. grabbed those tacks and he punched Moxley and then he went, ah, damn, you know, like he messed up. You know, it's like little things like that I appreciate. Yes. The other thing that I appreciate what he did was he, I forgot what move he did on Moxley, but he was in the outside of the ring and I think he was getting a chair, I think. And then he was just about to come in the ring and goes, oh, wait, he said he quit, you know, like that. And I yeah. was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And like he was trying to make it as real as possible. And I loved that about this match. Even though I didn't yeah. score it high, but just little things like that I always pay attention to. And he, he's a good worker. Um, the match in itself, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I guess I was going into this match expecting something else to happen at the end. Because I honestly, for one second, I thought watching this match, I was like, man, I don't even think Eddie's going to say he quits. I think he's going to pass out. Yeah. 
again. Yeah. And yeah. then what? Yeah. But he, he said I quit, and I was just like – I, I kind of cringed a little bit when yeah. that happened. Um, because then right after that, Moxley's celebrating, and that's fine. That's great. You just won. And then Omega came out and I'm Dan Shorts. And I'm blaming Rick again because if he didn't mention that shit, I would have probably even noticed. But no, Rick had to mention Kenny Omega's shorts and even put it in our book. But he comes out in just his shorts. I would have liked to hear probably on a mic what they said. Right. But, I mean, it would have – I mean, either way, it was good. But, yep. you know, yep. it, it kind of took a little bit away from Eddie – and then John was trying to help him up, and he's nah, I don't want your help. Get the fuck away. Yep. And, you know, yep. he walked back hurting. Uh, I don't know. I think the reason why I gave it that two and a half was just the, everything combined of what was happening. And then Omega coming out, and then Kingston saying I quit. I kind of just wish he just passed out, to be honest. Yeah. That's the ending I, w- I probably would have liked a lot better than hearing – and say he quits because he he they built him to be like the ultimate badass that yep. you don't think that this is a type of guy that's going to say I quit. Yeah, I like though how they did. You know, Moxley took the bob wire, put it in his neck, and then did the whole choke like yeah. that. I I like that. So and then I know that they're saying, well, wouldn't you quit if you had bob wire in your neck? I did in one of my matches, <laughs> but uh, but for me it was kind of like I think it would have elevated uh Kingston a little bit more I think if he just yep. passed out yeah instead of saying I quit so all two right. and a half I gave it two and a half two and a half yeah. all right you, I overall agree with with pretty much everything you said mm-hmm. um one thing you know we've talked about uh, quite often with the global shows I mean you know with with Elio with uh, TJ you guys I mean you follow a lot more uh, of the overall wrestling scene than I do these days. Right. Uh, generally more familiar with a lot of the guys from the independents when they come in. And that was one of the things on the global shows that I talked about for me with backstory, whereas I don't really, I'm not really familiar with Eddie Kingston. Mm-hmm. So this is where I had said like, you know, to see some other footage outside of AEW, because like one thing that I found that WWE is good for and this was something that, that I made the comparison here with AEW and, and this storyline. You know, you can take like AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura, and they have this great big oh, history outside yeah. of, a, of WWE. Mm-hmm. But when they come to WWE, WWE first and foremost will create their own history yeah. between these two, and then they'll draw back. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to have the fans, you know, like you guys, that, that know everything that's going on before. It's like, oh, yeah, okay, well, this will be great because we're going to see AJ and Shinsuke. Right. You know, whereas, you know, for me, it's like, okay, well, but I'm pretty much watching this show. So I don't really have much of a framework to go off of. Right. So I need – I when, when first you give me this history, you create this – WWE story now you start bringing in oh well these guys did this in Japan and they did this and this okay cool that adds more layers to it so now with AEW where I'm saying is that AEW should have created their own story their own history Mm -hmm. with these two and then start bringing in what's going on here right and to me that would you know add more and as for someone that's like a casual fan okay this makes more sense so when you're talking about this video package even that i totally agree with you that's something to me that should have been showed early on when this kind of when this angle right. started 
right. because at least that would give me mm -hmm. the AEW fan a little bit more to chew on as opposed to just, okay, well, yeah, these guys used to do stuff and mm -hmm. meh. Yeah, planting the seeds. Yeah, exactly. So, so that there, I'm totally agree with you. The overall match, uh, a pretty good match. And like you said, it's, it's a challenge. It doesn't happen that often where guys in hardcore style matches or no DQ matches, they can tell a story. And these guys did. Mm -hmm. I appreciated that. I loved the, uh, it's funny, I'm going to say this is again, the old school thing, but uh, <laughs> the, the rubbing alcohol Yes. The thumbtacks. Yes. Damn. Like to me, yeah. that's like something you can connect with. Like, oh, geez. Like, you know, people might not be able to, you know, like you can like look at like getting thumbtacks. Like, oh, like man, that hurts. But you know, when you see that type of thing, like that'd be like taking like, you know, what does he got? He's got lemons. He's squeezing lemon juice into the, like that would be like, ugh, you'd be cringing. Yeah. Or salt. So, yeah. Or salt. <laughs> He's literally putting salt into the wounds. Yeah. So you know, that was that was uh, I appreciated the creativity there. Yeah. Um, I, I liked what, uh, you know, what you pointed out with, uh, with Eddie grabbing the, the tax and going for the punch and selling that. But the one thing for that, as far as little things that bothered me was when he first, when Mox first brought in the barbed wire baseball bat and he's, he's, you know, give him the shots and this mm -hmm. and that. Okay, fine. He takes off that one strand and it's that same strand they use. Mm -hmm. So yet when they wrap it around, Mox wrapped it around you would think there'd be some little bit of punctures. You think there'd be some yeah. holes. Yeah. There was nothing. When yeah. Eddie was doing it, there was nothing. So even the first time when they're like, you know, kind of rubbing it across here, yeah. I thought I'd see a couple more yes. pokes and stuff. Yeah. And, yep. You know, at the end of the day, suspension, disbelief, whatever. But right. that, that to me, it's like one of those little things where WWE, that wouldn't happen. Right. You're right. You're right. If it was Mick Foley or whoever. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Because when, when that, when they did that spot and nothing happened to Eddie, I, yeah. I was thrown off by that. You yeah. know, like I, like, you know, I was invested in the match and then that happened. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, you think there'd be a few little scratches? There'd be yeah. a, a little, and like I said, the same thing. Like on Mox's arm, I think when when he was going to unwrap it afterwards at the at the end there, mm -hmm. you could see that like there was like kind of the markings there. Yeah, but yeah. not not from barbed wire that would right. be so. Yeah, like, and I, I'm not doing that as a make or break. That's just one of those little like to me like little things. Right. Yep. That uh, yep. yeah, whatever. But um, <laughs> oh, overall, yeah, I good match good story i totally agree with you i i think i would have preferred to have seen eddie pass out mm -hmm. and he's gonna be again say look like you know i never quit you know i never said i quit you never beat me this mm -hmm. and that then you take it to a cage you do you know what if they yeah. have their own hell in a cell or you do something like that mm -hmm. finally mox you know beats them there yeah and i think that would mean a lot more than than this yeah yeah so i i yeah. totally yeah. agree with you on kind yeah. of the man it's it's it sucked kind of seeing him say mm -hmm. I quit. It did. It it, it it felt like a punch in the gut. You yeah. know? I was just like, oh damn, he really just said that. Because you're right, but not only that, we mentioned earlier too that their next pay-per-view is not till February. So yeah. I would I definitely definitely would not have mind if they did continue this feud for another month, if they did it exactly the yeah. way you said it. I yep. wouldn't. I wouldn't have had no problem with that because then I would have been like, "All right, well, today this is the rubber match now." Yeah, but, uh, exactly. And you could know. you imagine that for if that was if they were to do that for like a live dynamite? Yeah, like as far as 
things like to say, okay, well, hey, like, or, or you know, even if it was recorded, this is our show right around Christmas or something. Mm-hmm. Here's your big blow off. It'd be like, yeah. you know, like Moxie wins. Merry Christmas, everybody. And then on to the next few with uh, yeah. Omega. Omega. And a nice two month bill for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Or even even if even if you had Omega kind of tease in there in the next little, just because he'd be around, yeah. kind of. So a little yeah. bit here and there, yeah, yeah, without yeah. overbearing and trying to take yeah. over, and yeah. just to have these guys finish. Because I tell you right now, if they did do that, I think a lot more people would be invested in this match. I don't, Absolutely, I, I don't. I don't think a lot of people were, to be honest. Yeah, I don't, and I think it was only because. Um, Who's he supposed to fight? Lance Archer, right? Yeah. And they threw, and then he got sick, and then they threw yeah. Eddie Kingston in. Yeah. Uh, because it was supposed to have that fight on TV instead of a pay per view. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so it, for me, it was like I would have liked to have seen this built a little bit more. And tonight, it could have been I wouldn't have minded at all if they went another month with this, yeah. like you said, and then ended off on a good note like that. Have Moxley retain. Because then I honestly wouldn't feel like it would damage Eddie Kingston at all if they did exactly. bring it out even further. I think yeah. tonight damaged him by saying I yeah. could. So. Yeah, because yeah, he, he could have put up, the, you know, they could have they could have had their barn burner knock down, drag mm-hmm. him out, whatever, in the cage or something like that. Yeah. And, you know, you get beat one, two, three. He could have still, you know, like you said, like not lost anything with no, wouldn't lose any momentum or anything in the yeah. loss. Yeah. But here, having to say I quit, especially like as as the heel, and like you said, like he's a fantastic talker. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you talk about his appearance, I, I'm not going to go as far as as kind of like how you say it. To me, he doesn't. He looks more like like a like kind of like this like a street fighter, like a brawler. Yeah, and I'm yeah. okay. I'm okay with that that yeah. look for especially for him and for the way he talks and everything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, to have him. Yeah, the I quit. Uh, yeah, it yeah. it is, it is what it is. And and uh, afterwards with Omega coming out, shorts and all. Um, <laughs> it, it's you know at this point if if, if Eddie's already kind of lost and said I quit to me, it's like you're not even you're not really taking away from Eddie because it's kind of already been done. Right. Yeah. No, you're right. It's so. just I can't. Like I said, ever since Rick's around with the third <laughs> mentioned that, I can't look at Kenny Omega the same either. You know? <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, he really came out in those shorts. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm curious to know and curious to, to hear what Rick Dorado's got to say about that last part. Because <laughs> it was like pretty much as soon as that match was over with, we all had to jump on and do the show. But yep. uh, I just thought it was funny. You know, Rick, Rick has – Rick can be – influential in his thoughts <laughs> and make you look at it in a different way. Um, and he sure as hell did it again. Damn. There you go. And then Omega and his short. Tough, tough to get through any WPOV show without one mention of Rick Serrano. I know, right? Jeez. And I was trying hard not to, but. Well. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Having said that, putting all that show together, what did you guys have for an overall rating? What did, what did you think of the show as a, as a whole? Elio. What you got? It I uh, gave it a one point eight eight. Wow! Really? Holy shit! Me, I thought this was an average pay per view. Um, yeah. I gave it about a two and a half. Could have been a three. Yeah, yeah, I would say so, especially with that FTR and the Young Bucks match. 
Yeah. And um, the other match, uh, who was that? I gave it a three. Um, Page and uh, Omega. Oh, Page and Omega. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't over the top. Um, yeah. If this is the last pay-per-view of the year, I don't think they did that great. Um, I don't think they finished uh, the pay-per-views off on a good note for the yeah. year. Um, but, yeah, I, I would, it was about a two-and-a-half an average pay-per-view. Yeah, let's see. I'll, I'll go with average, slightly above average. And, and watching it, at least to me, watching a lot of the WWE pay-per-views these days, it, uh, and maybe that's because there is so much TV and they're the three hours, you know, even between Raw and SmackDown, you got your five hours there. So to me, to watch WWE pay-per-views these days doesn't really feel that different than watching Raw or SmackDown. Right. Yeah. This, to me, at least tonight, felt a little more special it felt like they yeah. they they upped their game a little bit more yeah so it felt like i was you know watching a pay-per-view as opposed to oh this is just like another episode it's like an extra long episode of dynamite yeah yeah no you're right i agree with you so i so that's again i don't have any lone wolf ratings i don't i don't subscribe <laughs> to the canadian or the american system of the numbers or the letters but uh it was you know it, it was a, it was a decent pay-per-view yeah. uh, i was happy to see and uh yeah i guess like you said that's that's their last pay-per-view of the year yeah so i don't know i guess that kind of sums it up i'd be curious to see what uh what some of our our listeners thought yeah yeah and uh i'm sure we'll hear you know thoughts from rick Serrano the third and mr t james logan as well Well, Um, up in the mountains he said yeah (laughs) Uh, the wild mountains of Canada. Yeah, yeah. So he'll, he'll be back Wednesday, right, or no? No, he's not going to be here Wednesday. No, I, I think Wednesday's just going to be uh, Elio and the Wolf, I believe, is going to be. Uh, yeah. Sounds like an 80s TV show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I can, I can see Rick's mind just uh, going crazy now for his next commercial. I, I'm, you know what? I have complete faith in him that I'm sure will come up with something. He, he will. Yes. Well, I guess that brings us All to right. the end of our, our show. Yeah. That uh, brings us to the end of yes, aftermath sir. for the the full full was it full gear? Full gear. Yep. Full, full gear. I just say full metal. Full metal you're gear. there. Yeah, I can tell you. Full, <laughs> the full gear edition. So I'd like to thank you, Mister. Tony Diaz for uh, yes, joining us for the show. Always a pleasure to uh, to chat wrestling with you. To the gentleman, Mr. Elio Canellis, thank you, good sir, for staying up way past your bedtime. I know it's late there in the I East know, Coast. Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's almost past my bedtime now, and I, it's, Elio, it's uh, you're a better man than I am, sir, because I'm sure I probably would have tapped out at some point. So so good on you <laughs> for being here. Thank you. Him. Yes, yeah, it's one to one thirty actually. Is it one thirty? Yeah. In the morning, folks. And see, yeah. that's, like, that's, that's dedication. Uh, that's <laughs> something. I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> but uh, so to all of you that have been listening or if you're going to be watching wherever you are watching and listening to uh, this podcast, thank you for tuning in with us. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got some good insights, uh, some good thoughts. If you agreed with us, hey, let us know. If you uh, yeah. disagreed with us, you're probably wrong. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I still want to know. I, I, we still, yeah, we still like to know uh, know your thoughts on the show. And uh, Elio, where where can the the fine fine listeners uh, reach us and let us know what they thought? You can write it to us on Facebook at Wrestling POV Podcast, Instagram Wrestling POV One, and Twitter Wrestling POV. There you go. 
Tony, is there anything else you'd like to add before we uh, before we go home? No, no, that's it. Just tune in on. Uh, wait, you guys got an episode of Quarantine coming up, right? Yeah, on Tuesday. Yep. So there you go, episode yep. of Quarantine on Tuesday. It's Women of Wrestling, right? Am I sure? Am I right? I believe is that what's coming up next, Elio? I believe so. Yep. Yes. Yeah, so, so we've got uh, we've got uh, a few few good guests there. We're kind of uh, spanning several different decades. It's you know what? It's that's cool. Probably one of our better, one of our better shows. It's probably one of our more serious shows. And and I kind of joked afterwards with with the guys here. I think this was this show was the least amount, especially myself, that we talked because we really let the the ladies have the the floor. Right. And, and man, they knocked it out of the park. They did a great yeah. job. So you really need to tune in. Yep. To uh, that'll the be women cool. are wrestling quarantine. I can't wait for it. And then yeah. of course you guys, uh, wrestling POV Global which will be airing on Friday. And then, of course, my show, Wrestling POE, will be on Saturday where uh, we'll be covering everything WWE and a little bit of AEW. And a little bit. (laughs) Lots of fun. All right, once again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for, for joining us. My name is the Lone Wolf, Andy Anderson. The pleasure has been all yours listening to us. We look forward to having you tune in again with us very soon. Uh, and Elio, let's uh, let's take the people home here. All right, fans, we'll talk to you all at the next Keep It Real.